I like to greet everybody in our podcast. Let's start with introducing ourselves. So, I'm Anna. I'm Gabriela. Hi, I'm Igor. Hi, I'm Lily. Hey, I'm Hirsch. Hi, people. Um, on today's episode, we are going to talk about the change of cinematics and some of our favorite movies. Because most of us like watching movies, and so we can um, recommend you some of our favorites. Something I've seen in change in movies was the type of jokes they used because um, so Clinic Hungary for example um, Hungary was ruled by the communists um, until 1989 and 90 so before that you couldn't really use every joke so you couldn't be critical of the system for example and it really could change after that because there was no such um, regime or like it wasn't so serious but you can say that but before that you couldn't really be like oh this system is doing this and that's wrong or how so funny but you had to be very careful of what you say It was exactly the same in Lithuania when we were still a part of the Soviet Union. Uh, no one could criticize like the regime or the dictators, so like there couldn't be any jokes from that matter. Yeah, I definitely also agree. Here in Poland, it's been exactly the same way. And another thing I was thinking about, but not so much in Hungarian industry, but maybe in Hollywood, um, how some people have to be more careful to be politically correct than they had to be before. Because I think more and more people are cancelled and being called out for a bad job or like something they've done many years before. So they really have to be on point of what they can and cannot say. So I think maybe it also changed a bit, and also the stereotypes. Like in older movies, women really have this um, traditional role, and nowadays, if I was to watch a movie with um, only like um, housekeeping and child raising women in it, then I would be really disappointed, and it would be quite quite boring as well. So I think that changes as well. Yeah, I feel like homophobic or racist jokes were a big thing back then and no one like would do anything about it. Whereas now only like few films do that because uh, filmmakers know they could be cancelled for that. So they don't do that so often. Yeah, I feel like um, also a lot of the older movies, um, they were less considerate. They uh, used more edgy jokes, like a lot of more uh, darker humor that, you know, for some people, obviously it was funny, but uh, a ton of people actually could have found it uh, not really, uh, not not nice, not uh, it was making fun of some people probably 
uh, I feel like, yes, it was definitely, uh, there were a ton of more uh, homophobic jokes, racist jokes, sexist jokes, probably, yes. And now I feel like there's uh, a lot, lot less of that because um, well, people know that if, you know, if you're making fun of a community, you obviously uh, lose, uh, like, a ton of possible uh, possible listeners from that community, and that's not really good for any business. And it reminds me, um, Lencia was making a movie in the past few years sometime, and it was about autism. But the cast members, or at least the leading actor, was not autistic, so many people called it out because they, they acted like they were um, autistic, but they couldn't cast it people who were actually part of the community. And that was a huge pressure because I think it was a good idea to like show this community, but then they made a mistake with the casting. And it brings me to the other thing when I see more diverse cast. Like, um, there are more movies with female leads, and also ethnic minorities are more um, pushed to the movies, I think. Yeah, I feel like there's so much more diversity than it used to be. Uh, like, each TV show or film that I watch has uh, LGBT uh, people uh, as the main characters or supporting characters and also more people of color which wasn't such a big thing in the past and I think that's really great and recently there's a TV show here talking about two gay couples uh, and it is a very funny TV show not funny in the sense that people make fun of their sexual orientation, but it's a comedy and people like it so much, but I don't think it is acceptable in the past. Yeah, definitely. I watched this series called Everything's Gonna Be Alright or Okay, I'm not sure, sorry. <laughs> and like, it has so much diversity in terms of like, um, because they have autistic characters as main characters, but they also have different sexual orientations. But it's really not about that they are part of these communities, but just their lives. And this is one aspect of that. So I think it's an amazing thing about this series. And I think it has the second season now. Or Does your country include like people of color into films or LGBT community members into films because in Lithuania it's not that often and it's very stereotypical uh, for example if a woman comes from another country with a man who's for example black uh, her parents are really terrified and they try to convince her not to marry him or something and there's not a great representation here in Lithuania Yeah, I don't watch a ton of Polish movies uh, or TV series, but I feel like uh, it 
it's uh, we also don't have any kind of good representation at least uh not like uh and uh uh amount that you can clearly notice because i haven't noticed uh any like presentation i hope it's somewhere out there but uh as i said it's if it, if it's there it's hidden um uh, be it and um, be below tons of more uh, stereotypical content that is still just uh, just uh, repeats the same uh, kinds of um, stereotypes. Yes. <laughs> For Hungary, it's an overwhelmingly white country, so we don't have so many um, ethnic minorities. And I have to admit that I haven't seen one Hungarian movie um, with that plot of like foreigners coming in and then the parents are terrified because I don't think we have any representation of people of color or like from different origins. And yeah, it's mainly about the life of straight white Hungarian people, if it's a Hungarian series or movie. So another example for diverse cast uh, was when France was criticized because um, all the main characters were like white people and there was, um, I think, one um, Asian American uh, woman who has the love interest of one of the main characters and that was all and so they were criticized on that um, in recent years I think because like they had no um, diversion and I think it's interesting how it was completely okay and like part of the mainstream um, like this series and now it's being criticized because it's not that acceptable anymore What are some cliches or um, plot twists that um, you often see in movies but are kind of overused or like you can always guess what the ending of the movie is? I think one of the biggest cliches, especially in teen movies, is when there's like a gay girl who falls for that popular guy and uh, he doesn't even notice her, but she has like this makeover where she puts her glasses away, straightens her hair and becomes the popular girl. And then uh, the guy notices her and the uh, film ends with them being together. And I think that's really overused. And you just can imagine what's gonna happen next. I've seen those TV shows as well. Very common, I think, around the world. And like straightening the hair is always part of the process. Like all the time. And I'm so annoyed because curly hair is so much more interesting and like it's so pretty and then they straighten it. Like for what? Oh, what's different here? People make their straight hair curly. Really? That's great. Yeah. Okay, I guess maybe Asian people usually have straighter hair. 
So having Carly await me here is a change. I remember that when I first watched the Princess Diaries and uh, there was a makeover for the main character, they straightened their hair and uh, like put her glasses away and that was such a bummer because I was with Carly here and wearing glasses and I was like, wait, so do I need to get rid of these two things in order to be beautiful? Oh yeah. It's so horrible. Because like if it was different every time then it was like okay, she changed herself and became different. But the same method all the time. Did you dye your hair? Yeah. <laughs> it's not some long streets. Yeah. Uh, do you dye it? Do you have to dye it back? When you go to school? No. <laughs> Why would I? Because we're not allowed to dye our hair here. Like if you have to go to school. Oh, no, it's not like that here. We can do this while we are doing schooling. It's impossible to do that. Teachers will kiss, kill us. Here you can color your hair, but you get um, implements from your teachers, like Why is your hair this color? Oh, it didn't look the same as yesterday All the time So in Hungary, you can dye your hair to school as well? You can do anything with it, but then you can expect teachers to have some comments on it But they remember that in primary school, we were not allowed to have nail polish on, like anything. And then some of my classmates used to paint it and have it black even. And then it was so rebellious because they were not allowed. And then when they've met the teachers on the ground, then they have to put it into their um, like coat to hide it. <laughs> because it was painted and it was so horrible to do that. <laughs> It was graduation day, and some of my classmates have they dyed their hair blonde or blue, and the teacher requests them to spray it back to black color for the ceremony. Wow. Or else they are not allowed to get their graduation certificate. Wow. But it's like graduation, so they. And I'm sure they worked a lot on that stuff to make it like nice and then they have to paint it back. Uh, okay. I honestly think it's uh, kind of the stupid custom for schools because I mean what in which way does the color of your hair influence literally anything? Like it doesn't influence your ability to learn. It doesn't influence your personality. It doesn't change anything except for 
like the visual you, you just have a different you, you, like, let's, let's say you don't have dark hair you just have you know dark blue hair what does it change it changes nothing why does it have to be black yes go tell asian teachers you live in european society you won't understand asian rules the teacher is like you're affecting the school people will think you're a bad student and you come from a bad school and you wear uniform and you walk on the street with blue hair One more thing I would like for us to do is uh, giving a recommendation of our favorite movies um, or series. You can say one or more and like say the plot in a few words and why you like that specific um, piece of art. Well, I have a few favorite films, but the one that I would like to recommend is Dead Poets Society. Um, basically, it's a film about a boys' school and how they get a new teacher who is way different from their other teachers. Uh, he's inspirational and uh, he just uh, wants them wants their, their, their students to find their own path uh, and he really helps them uh, during such vulnerable times uh, of the of the like 17 18 uh, years of life and yeah this movie is really inspiring and touching uh, the movie I recommend is a recent one I've watched called the quiet place. It's a horror movie and it's really amazing. It's really good. It's like, uh, how do I say? It? The director and the main male character, they're the same person. So that guy basically directs and acts at the same time. So I think it's really amazing. So the movie I would recommend is called Someone Great. And it's about. Like the main character um, has just been broken up with or she broke up with her um, boyfriend because she's moving to a different um, state and I really like this movie because of how she has her two best friends on her side and they support her but it's kind of remembering her dating this guy and also like Realizing how she should move on, but still in a funny way. So I really enjoyed watching this. Well, I don't really have, I don't think I have any movies to recommend because I'm not a great, uh, big movie watcher. So um, I can't really think of uh, just, you know, this one single movie that stood out to me the most that I'd recommend to anyone. It's, I, I'm a really undecided person also, so uh, I, I couldn't just uh, pick one, so I, I, I guess I, I'm just not going to recommend anything, sorry. Okay, then tell us what kind of movies do you like, or what are you looking for when choosing a movie or a series? Well, 
and I think the most important thing for me is uh, for for the movie or the series to have a deep and interesting story. Uh, it shouldn't be boring for me. I get bored really quick to my attention for uh, a long enough time. I consider that a success. And I think it should be, uh, well, aside from being interesting, it probably should, uh, uh, it should have nice, probably nice, a nice soundtrack. Uh, it should be overall well made, you know, it should, shouldn't be like low budget. I mean, yes, there are some low budget movie, but you know, it should, uh, for the budget that it has, it should like make the most out of it because there are movies with a high, high budget that are completely trash and then there are movies who are made using almost like, oh, it, it's the potential. Uh, overall, I think it should be just, um, it should be different. It should, it should be original. It should uh, tell a story that hasn't been said. That's uh, what I find the most attractive in a movie. Uh, because, you know, how many stories you can, how many times you can see a movie about uh, a scary monster in the moods. Oh, it's like the 50th movie about a scary monster in the moods. Oh, it definitely will turn out differently than the other movies. Yeah, so when it's like a twist on the genre or uh, it's, it has something that is not really seen in other movies. That's a movie I'd consider worthwhile. Do you guys watch movies based on like trailers or recommendation of friends, or do you choose movies that are famous and considered um, important to watch once in a lifetime? I mostly watch movies based by the trailer. Uh, if it interests me, then I try it out and see if it's that interesting. And sometimes I also watch uh, movies that have been recommended to me. Um, but as for famous films, uh, I don't usually watch them. Um, just, it's not uh, like my way of choosing. But usually when I watch movies, is either my friends, my cousin, or my family drag me to watch movies and so I'll tag along. Or else, when I'm alone, I would not watch movies. I'll watch maybe YouTube instead. I think it was in 10th grade when we had a class called um, Media. And it was partially about the making of the movies, like what kind of um, camera angles there are and things like that, but we also watched some movies and uh, for example we watched the Stunt of Millionaire because I think the teacher considered it a um, famous and important film to see and yeah I liked watching that movie even though we watched it in small portions because of the short classes but it was a great way to get to know new movies so I liked that and one last thing I remembered to mention was that um, it's interesting to see older movies because you can change, see the change of pop culture and fashion and music because like movies represent that 
period of time and yeah it's interesting to see um, like two thousand movies they always use those very small handbags <laughs> and it makes me laugh like you can't carry anything in those bags but yeah I, that's definitely from that period yeah it's definitely interesting to get an insight into a period of uh, like life that you didn't see that you couldn't witness with your own eyes so that's it for today and thanks for listening with love Gen Z.